CFF presents 1% Better, a podcast about CrossFit, nutrition, coaching, mindset, and community. Join us as we embark in casual conversation to shed light on what life is like within these black and yellow walls. With episodes coming at you every Monday, you can follow along with Coach Whitney and Taryn as we talk shop about all things CFF. Episode 1515 with a minor lapse in time from last week. Sorry, just going to put the apology out there right now. We are sorry we missed a week. We're sorry. <laughs> I feel like we both need to say sorry. But in our defense, it has been insane in here lately. End of story. We're sorry. But no excuses. (laughs) But in that same breath. Did you get harassment messages for like, where were you? Text messages. Yeah. Emails. Social media messages. Somebody said they didn't come to class because they had nothing to listen to on the (laughs) (laughs) drive-in. Monday morning, couldn't come to class. There was nothing, no podcast to listen to. Actually. I had numerous people call me out, which brings me to the point of this episode, (laughs) accountability. Which clearly we didn't hold each other accountable last week. Well, we tried. We don't need, no, we don't need to talk about what happened last week. (laughs) We just need to talk about that. Pretty cool that that amount of people came up to us and were wondering why we didn't have an episode. So nice to know we have listeners. Like consistent following listeners too. People anticipating our release. Planning <laughs> planning their trips into town based around our release. Wow. I think we've made it, Whitney. Are you going to be able to get out the door with your head so big? <laughs> Okay, so then, you know, we sat here debating our topics, what we were going to talk about today. And that brought us to these messages and we were like, you know what, let's talk about accountability today. Which is probably a topic that I have spoken a lot about in the last two weeks with mm-hmm. in these NSI conversations, people coming in. And one of the questions I always ask is, you know, what is your experience in the gym? in a gym or with fitness or whatever. And then I'm always like, well, what about it? Did not work? Mm-hmm. And one of the most common things about people having it been in other gyms is that like, there's no one there waiting for them. You know, there's no one there expecting them to be there that if they choose to sit down on the couch instead, no one knows. And I was like, well, that's not how things happen here. It's very true. Even if like you're not working one-on-one with the coach, there are people in class who expect you to show up. And that's what I said. Like if you book your appointment, right. Mm -hmm. And you don't show up or you cancel or whatever. If it's not the coach that's texting you wondering where you were, or if like you're okay or whatever, it's going to be somebody in your class sending you a message. Yeah. And I know that 99% of the people in this gym can speak to having experienced that in some way, shape or form in the numerous years they've been here. Well, and yeah, I've seen that happen even with some of our regular people. Just the other day, somebody was like, oh, hey, I thought you, like, where have you been? I thought you were on holidays and they just hadn't been coming to the gym. So they, they were called out for not coming to the gym. So I thought that was pretty cool. 
it's pretty easy. Like if you work a hard day as a work or whatever, it's just a long day or you're tired. And then if you just go to a regular gym where you just punch your membership and you're left to your own devices, pretty easy to take the other way on the way home and go home instead. Or it's even like easy to just slack off when you, if you do end up getting to that gym, right? Yeah. That's another thing. Okay. I'm just going to do like five sets of five, but I'm going to now rest 10 minutes in between each set. And just that becomes your workout and you didn't really work hard. Like good for you that you went and did something, but like, if you're going to go, you might as well put the work in. Yeah. Yeah, and you probably get it done faster if you come here and do it in an hour. We won't let you rest and hang out. And I think that when I, like, tell people that that's kind of what happens here, I get, like, a 50-50 response on it. I'd say, like, 50% of the people are excited. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's appealing to them. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Awesome. Like, the coach is going to check in on me. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then I get other people that are, like, like people in the class are going to check in where yeah. I was. Like they don't believe, like they don't believe yeah. that the other people actually care about whether they were there or not. Yeah. Sorry, but you're going to experience it. Just going to put that out there now. <laughs> and you'll appreciate it down the road. I think. What are some other ways that people are held accountable or can be held accountable? Um, I actually had a conversation this morning with a client who was having some struggles with her nutrition. Sorry. <laughs> um, and she was like, I know I've got all the tools. Like I have this experience. Like I've worked with you before. I just don't know why it's not working. And I said, it's accountability. Like, yeah, you know all the things, but if you don't have somebody, um, not necessarily to answer to, but who's looking and monitoring and cares about what you're doing, it's easy to slack off and not follow those things that you do know. Um, I think it goes back to that conversation we've also had where coaches need coaches too. It's like, yeah, sure. I know all of those nutrition rules and I know I should be working out, but I also don't have that accountability factor all the time. It's really key in the nutrition world. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. It's pretty easy to turn a blind eye and dip your spoon into the peanut butter jar. I had somebody tell me, I, I thought this one was interesting. Had somebody tell me that they dip their spoon into the peanut butter jar and then they dip it into the jam jar. <laughs> oh, that's a new one. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that sounds good. That is dangerous territory for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I used to be a peanut butter spoon dipper. You know that. It was bad. Real bad. But nutri- like nutrition just, re- you know, I don't want to say it requires, but it definitely is advantageous. You have that person guiding you along, you know, checking in on you sort of thing. But at the same time too, I can't be there standing over your shoulder while you're cooking stuff. So I'm expecting you to be honest, Mm -hmm. pretty easy not to log stuff and put it in your mouth anyways, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) been there. (laughs) Also me too. I'll I'll admit to that one too. Well, I think that that's a thing too, like being able to admit that you've been there and that you've done that um, and then making that or seeking help to make those changes and address that issue that you have. I think one of the, well, wait, wait, let me ask you a question. Oh God. When you are, why? I'm the question asker. Okay. Well, I can have questions too sometimes. Okay. Okay. So I have a question for you. Okay, go. So when you're struggling with something, what do you do? 
Like, how do you find that accountability piece? What is that for you? I think I ask you for help. <laughs> That's the honest answer. Okay. Well, what does that look like? Um, I usually text you and say, Hey, I'm struggling. And you usually say with what? And I tell you, and then we kind of talk through a plan. Um, for the record, Whitney's approach to solving these problems and my approach to solving these problems are very drastically different. Whitney's like, all right. <laughs> Cause anytime that I do the same thing, you're always like, all right, you know, I got you. Let's, we'll do this together or something like this. And me, I'm like, pull your shit together. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Actually, that's true. <laughs> but it works. Sometimes. It works for us. <laughs> I never like... Like, I know we're different in that sense, but I, that is very, very true in conversation. But I'm like that in, in how I coach in general. That's just not our friendship. Like, I don't want to, maybe I'm not that extreme with my clients, but that is my coaching sort of approach is it's just no bullshit type of thing. And I'm not saying that that's your, you know, what you do is bullshit, but <laughs> no, just, and that's just, our, no, that's just our personalities. You know, you're more soft and like caring and, and like. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but I'm just, I'm just more like upfront and sort of edgy and direct about it. And Oh, we left the clock on there. Three, two, one, go. (laughs) (laughs) Blooper. Oh man. Yeah. We're very different in that sense. I think when I need help, the same thing too, I'll ask you and I, and it works because I maybe need that more like soft direct approach or indirect, whatever you want to call it too or I get Mark but I need Mark to be involved with me and that's what makes it successful for me like yeah I have been struggling to get in the gym and get a workout done in the last 15 days and you know just because we're so busy and the last thing I want to do is spend another half an hour an hour in here working out when I've been here for 15 hours already today so you know I've been saying that a few times over and over to Mark and he's like all right we're going you know, and he's been here, he's been working out in the morning. So it's not an issue for him, but he knows that if he goes, then I will go. So yeah, for me, that accountability is like, I just need somebody to do it with me. Fair enough. Yeah. I, well, I think it's easier when you've got somebody to do it with you. Um, it's interesting. We've had a few of our new foundations people. Um, most of them are coming in by themselves, but the ones who have doubled up, it's, it's cool on day four and five, they start talking about, well, what class are you coming to? Like, I want to come to the class that you're coming to. So that's been really cool that they found that sort of buddy to stick with and hold them accountable and to have somebody there with them. And that was really cool over COVID too. Like there's, yeah, we had a few people, people that would normally attend the same classes were, you know, checking in on each other, like they would work out and share their results with each other specifically just to make sure that each other had done it. And like they did that on their yeah, own. That we was found all... out later on that that's what they were, they had been doing. And I thought cool. that was really cool. Yeah. Very cool. So it's nice to know that like people know that they need that accountability. First of all, B can act on it and can build their own plan in order to, to do that. I have a question. Ooh, I have an answer. Do you... <laughs> It's always so risky when you say that. People say that to me and I I think of your response of, I have an answer. And I'm like, I don't think I can say that. I don't feel that confident. (laughs) Okay. My question is how, and we kind of talked about this before, but 
how can somebody who's not involved in the gym or not involved in nutrition help you be accountable? So somebody was here working out with you the other day uh-huh. in their foundations uh-huh. and somebody important to them. I don't know what the relationships, you know, whether uh-huh. there's whatever, somebody important to them phoned the gym phone uh-huh. and I answered it while you were working with this person and they were asking, Hey, is so-and-so there? And I was like, yeah, they're just in the middle of their workout though. And they were like, okay, that's awesome. I'm just checking to make sure that they made it because I haven't heard from them all day. And I know that this is important to her and it's also important to me. And I just wanted to make sure that she, that, that they made it. That's pretty cool. It, it, yeah, it was. That is awesome. Not saying that you should, this should be a method of like how you check in on people, but like <laughs> no, but it that, works for them. And that is cool. And that person is very, is holding this person accountable very um, closely. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. That's neat. So. I'm just thinking like nutrition. Yeah, nutrition wise right? is like. Yeah, we kind of touched on this before, but I guess it has come up in other instances for me this week. So, Sometimes. like, you want them to get involved in it, or they're just somebody who is standing by somebody who needs to be held accountable? More like standing by somebody. Like, the, like. So, A, that starts with a conversation. Yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. you need to have that support of that person. You need to know that they're on their, your side first. Mm-hmm. So, once you have that established, then it's just that person understanding how important that goal is to to the person that's involved in the nutrition, right? Like they shouldn't be the enabler in terms of, Hey, let's go for supper. Let's go to a party or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or if those are situations in your lifestyle that you want to be involved in, they need to support you through those with, Hey, I'm not drinking or I'm making these food choices when we go out and not enable you or not tempt you. Or even like put you down and make you feel uncomfortable right. in that situation, right? Yeah. Easiest, like the easiest way to show your support is through action. You know, oh, words are sure. just words. Words yeah. words are important, but it really shows your commitment to it when you act on it. Yeah. So while they may not directly be involved in what you're doing, but them doing it alongside you you know, indirectly in a situation that could go south very quickly. Mm-hmm. I think that's super powerful. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, there's a cool new gadget behind you that I'm realizing is going to help me stay accountable. Do you want to talk about that? Oh, what's behind me, Winnie? What's behind you? <laughs> Door number one. <laughs> so last Fancy week. Fancy in-body scan. Yeah, last week we finally got an in-body. I've worn one of these for years and just... Again, with the way the program is changing, it finally fit in with what we were trying to do. So um, time was right. And so now we have an in-body machine and I'm super stoked about it. Love it. It looks intimidating. It's like a little robot machine. (laughs) (laughs) So So, what does it do? So you step on it. So there are some some little constraints about like rules. As in like you can't do this after you work out. You have to make sure you haven't eaten something really heavy for like 60 to 90 minutes or drank a bunch. Um, for the ladies, they can't be on their cycle. Or not not pregnant. Or pregnant. Um, and no pacemakers, right? Yeah, that was the next thing, pacemakers. Yeah, that's a good one. So you step on this thing in bare feet on the foot pads. And the first thing it does is it takes your weight. And then you enter in some personal information into it. 
and then you're going to grab the little handles with your thumbs and it sends a low grade electrical current through your bloodstream and those low grade currents kind of bounce off things differently inside your body. And that's how it kind of registers what is, you know, muscle mass or fatty tissue, bones, water, things like that. And then it gives you a little printout with a bunch of information on it. And that information is super handy. Yeah. You know, and I think the thing that I've been talking the most about to the clients that have already used it is just like, you see yourself in the mirror every single day. So you may not see the changes. And yes, that's why side-by-side pictures are super important. And that's also why we don't rely on the scale because that Mm -hmm. can fluctuate, you know, up and down all the time. It doesn't really give us a reliable result based on so many different variables. It's just one metric, but it's not the only, and it's not the most reliable. Mm -hmm. But now we've got like an actual telltale thing about what's going on on the inside. Yeah. And it's actually really cool that, so you take your first results and then let's say we sit down and we look at this and we're like, okay, so this is how much muscle mass you have. And obviously we want to increase that because muscle is good. And this is the body fat percentage that you're at. And we want to bring this down Mm because obviously we want to be a little bit leaner and have, you know, better ratios of those two things. Mm -hmm. Then we'll make a plan for you, whether it's nutritionally and or fitness involved obviously nutrition is the easiest way or the best way to, to get better results when it comes to stuff like this. Um, so then you head off and you do some work for a period of time and you come back and you step on this thing for your second go at it. And it makes you a super awesome little graph showing you like, here's where you were before all the metrics. And now here's the metrics today. Now, and ideally the, the right things are going up and the right things are going down mm-hmm. and we can see your change right then and there. And it's fantastic. Like it's tangible. There's something tangible right in front of you, right? Yeah. And that's the best part about it. Yeah. It's like side-by-side pictures are awesome. Um, and measurements are awesome. We like measurements too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Hate but the scale. The it's just scale, one metric. Yeah. Hate it though. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one we're the most attached to. Yes. So I'm much. hoping that, not I'm hoping, but I know that once, you know, our nutrition clients can get their hands on the sheet and see their results, they'll see like, okay, I'm going to hang on to that body fat percentage number. I'm going to hang mm-hmm. on to that skeletal muscle mass mm-hmm. um, number. And that's the things I'm going to bank my progress on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's cool that we can monitor that. And I think that's the accountability factor that I'm looking forward to. We'll see what happens. How often should one scan themselves? Well, with our nutrition clients, we're going once a month. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, depending where you are in that nutritional journey, it can become once every two or three months mm-hmm. or even a six month period when you're, you know, it just really depends on your goals, Yeah, what the goals are. But it's definitely not like a weekly thing. Right? Oh, no, you're no. not going to see those changes. No, yeah. you have to think about like how quickly something like that happens and how sustainable it would be. You know, when we talk to our clients, like healthy weight loss is like one pound per week. Mm-hmm. And now we're talking about body fat percentage lossage lossage that's not a word lossage twice today you've yep tried to use fuller and lossage (laughs) anyway so yeah and just to see people's faces and their reactions you know once you sit down and you're like this is this is what's going on yeah and you can kind of see it like hit them like yeah okay now it's real it's one thing to take my measurements and it's one Mm -hmm. thing to take some pictures but like this is what's actually going on yeah so the accuracy behind it is actually fairly high it's 90 plus percentage, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Obviously the var- the variance in that is really dependent on 
you know, some things that you can do that you do, you know, the timing of your eating and yeah. salt intake and water intake and things like that. Um, but that's, that's fairly high and that's awesome. And I guess if you're to get like your second scan, it would be ideal to kind of do it in that sort of same time frame of day that you did it before yeah. to be, yeah. As you want to control the variables, right? To, right. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. that is involved in all of our or included in all of our nutrition mm -hmm. programs <clears throat> that our nutrition clients will be scanned like that because that gives us the best, you know, if they want, it's not a mandatory thing, right? Yeah. Not a mandatory yeah. thing, but I definitely encourage it. Yeah. Oh, and then sure. just like to our regular membership or even the general public, it's something that they can purchase and use on their mm -hmm. own as they see fit. If mm -hmm. they have their own goals that they're working on that we're uninvolved with. Yeah. Um, but obviously the best way and the, the greatest results will come if you can control your nutrition after you, you've got that first set of results. And so you know where to find us. Why? Just cause you've said it a few times. Why do you, do you say that nutrition is that sort of primary foundational piece? 23 hours of the day. Explain. Well, you work out for one hour and what happens in the other 23 hours? So yeah, I go and hit a super high intensity workout, which has its benefits for many hours after. But if you spend 23 hours of your day inhaling shit, there you go, Lana, there's a swear for you. <laughs> it wasn't me um, this time. If you spend your 23 hours not watching what you're eating or not eating enough or yes. overeating, yep. et cetera, et cetera, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not really doing anything towards what you think you might be doing. And so I, in these NSIs, I've been telling people because nutrition, we know that we can make the most change alone mm -hmm. with just nutrition, like consider fitness, like the add on yeah. yet society perceives it the other way. It's like, I know I need to be in the gym working out. And then maybe I'll think secondly about nutrition, but it's actually, it should reverse. be the other way around. Looks well, like that saying you can't out train a bad diet. Right. right? Like, and so the people that have been coming for a long time and may not be seeing results are probably the people that, you know, think they eat clean or mm -hmm. are, so a are probably people that don't watch their nutrition whatsoever. Yeah. B might be people that think they eat clean and clean is such a different definition to everyone. Mm -hmm. And so really that's not a good marker of, you know, what the quality of your diet may look like. Mm -hmm. C, probably don't eat enough. I'm going to put yes. nine out of 10 people yeah. fall into that category. And then D, the people that are eating more than they need to would fall back into A or probably the people not paying attention to what they're eating. Yeah. It was interesting. Both my parents worked with you and one of their barriers was because they don't work out. Can't work. I can't focus on my nutrition or like, why does it matter? I don't work out. Like, do you remember that? I do. And they saw huge success, huge success. And all my mom did was walk the dog twice a day. And I don't even think my dad did anything until he started feeling better with his nutrition and got out walking the dog more. Yeah. And your dad yeah. had a sedentary job, right? He was driving trucks or something yeah, or in an mm. office. Yeah. So he wasn't like he even was active sitting. in yeah. his job. Yeah. And we made a pile of change oh, yeah. just controlling nutri nutrition. Yeah. So in reality, the services that we offer start with nutrition and fitness is an add on. Mm -hmm. And that's the way I've been talking about it in our NSI's lady, because that is the way it should go. Yeah. And it's just a matter of retraining your train of thought 
surrounding how or sort of the importance you put on your nutrition. It's like, we have no problem investing in a, in a fitness program, but for some reason we get so sticky caught up in investing in a nutrition program yet. That is the thing. Like that's the key. That is well, like you said, 23 hours, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you think that the new, the fitness program is going to be a thing that's going to be the be all end all kind of change for you. But you know, and it might, it yeah. might don't, yeah. I'm not going to, no going to sidetrack the importance of being physically active, obviously. No. Um, but it's like nutrition first, then nutrition and fitness. And the fitness is kind of like the, the gas on the fire to sort of accelerate your results. Mm-hmm. But the results start because we're controlling our nutrition. Yeah. We even had one client say to me um, a few weeks ago, like when she's eating well and not even like, working with a coach, but just making better choices herself, she feels better. And that makes her want to work out more. And then when she wants to work out more, she's happier. And so it's like, it always comes back to that nutrition piece for sure. Yeah. We've had some smart clients. Well, well, starts from the top. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. You guys are smart. You guys are smart. (laughs) Wow. 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 I'm hoping the mic didn't. You're thinking very highly of yourself. No, 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 no. (laughs) No. Very, just cracking jokes, trying to make our listeners laugh. Man, (laughs) so this kind of covered all topics when we started talking about how we didn't post a podcast and people wanted to know what happened. Yeah, we're sorry. We won't slip up again. We need to like bank some podcasts. So I guess you're only 14 and a half percent better today, not 15. Yeah, because what happens if we, how like, we missed a week? How far back do we slide? Well, I'm going to give it a half percentage because the quality of what we're still putting out is fairly high. <laughs> <laughs> so if we put like two out this week, does that get us back up? To I think our... so. But don't promise our listeners no, anything. No, I'm just asking. It was just a hypothetical Because you said that and I, I had this flash by of what my schedule looks like this week. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's no time for that. Um, like, unless you're walking the dog and you want to just record one real quick, like a midweek chat with Tucker. I t- we already discussed this. Oh. This is Coach Wendy wanted to do this. Let's record a podcast I, no, I asked while we're walking the dog. And I said it would be like we'd be talking and all of a sudden be like, Tucker, get back here. And then I'd be yelling in the mic and our listeners would be all, whoa, you blew my speaker. <laughs> Well, it was just like to go back to where we first started. Like, let's save that for the hundredth episode. Oh my gosh! When we're a hundred percent better. It'll be like the middle of winter. Come that time, yeah, it will be perfect. No, it won't be. Minus forty, and we'll have to talk through our face mask things. You won't go outside. (laughs) You won't go outside to record a podcast. It'll be hard enough to get you to come to the gym to record a podcast when it's minus 40. What are you making me out for? <laughs> Someone who hates winter. You got to hold me accountable then. Our listeners will. All right. Hey, here's what I, here's my question for our listeners this week. I want you to share with me an example of a... A time in the class where maybe somebody checked in on you when you didn't show up or when you did that for someone else. Or I want to hear about maybe somebody on the outside 
you know, whether it's a family member or friend or something that doesn't participate in the gym or in the nutrition stuff, when they have helped you be accountable and what that looked like, we want to hear some experiences. I want to hear some stuff on like who's helped you, how they helped you, um, if they were gym members, if they weren't, and what that looked like. Accountability is important. So let's, yeah, have at her. You know how to reach us. Message us on the socials. Some of you have our numbers. <laughs> send us an email. Clearly, because you send us messages when we don't record a podcast. <laughs> and hopefully you will forgive us for not posting an for episode. For only making you 14 and, and a half. half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I feel like we need to do a mini episode this week just to catch Also, up. I can't believe we just said that. <laughs> I don't think they'd be surprised, like, the amount of time we spend together. All right. Anyway. Thanks for listening. Episode 15. Catch you guys next week.